What's going on, fam? My name is Stefan Coons, and I am the CEO and founder of Pursuit Health and Performance, and this is the Pursuit Health and Performance podcast. Welcome. Don't go anywhere today. This episode is going to be fire, especially if you've ever struggled with nutrition. I was posting on my stories today about somebody I was watching and being an online coach, and we, we train in person. If, if you don't know a little bit about Pursuit Health and Performance, we are an online and in-person uh, coaching service. So we do fitness, nutrition, supplementation, mindset, basically anything to help you with your fitness journey. We've transformed hundreds of lives. Um, and I'm not talking, when I say lives, I'm not talking about just the physique guys. I'm talking about their habits, anybody they've interacted with. And these are their words, like you've changed my life. And so we love what we do. Um, you can go visit us at www.pursuithp.com and check us out. You can see our transformation, transformations, transformations. I'm keeping that, uh, transformations in our testimonials. That's my plug, but I want to get to the episode guys. So I, I saw this guy on, on TikTok, or it was actually, no, it was Facebook reels. And he's, he's talking about all these different nutritional strategies. And I don't think he's inherently wrong. He did kind of cover his butt by saying like, he was talking about intermittent fasting. He's like, don't, you know, wake up, don't eat till noon. And then you eat from noon to six and that's your feeding window and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, dude, I, I get it. Okay. I get it. If you've ever tried like at least more than one diet, and I'll tell you what I mean by diet. I'm going to classify that keto, paleo, whole 30, intermittent fasting, um, I don't know what else. Those are like the big ones. If you've ever tried any of those, low carb, um, only fruit or only bananas. Like there's literally a diet that's just only bananas. That's all they eat. Like 100% just bananas. Insane. Uh, like we're monkeys. <laughs> and um, it's pretty, and that's literally the, just to let you know, that's the construct of it. Like, well, we evolved from monkeys and monkeys are jacked and shredded. So if you eat bananas, you'll be jacked and shredded. This is what's wrong with society. And so this person was basically just telling somebody, if you want to be lean and 10% body fat, you can just do it all through nutrition, which I will say that I do agree with the fact that losing body fat through nutrition is 100% the method you want to go versus exercise. Yeah, believe it or not, 100%. It's okay to add in exercise and it's highly suggested, but- you can exercise all you want, and if your nutrition is not right, you, you won't lose body fat, like zero body fat. I've seen it happen. Versus if your nutrition is good, you could or could not exercise, and you will lose body fat. Now, are you going to have the, your ideal physique, and are you going to look and feel the way you want? Probably not. Probably not. So you're going to get to where you want to go faster with the exercise plus there's a whole host of, um, of benefits, cardiovascular, longevity. You just feel better. You have a better quality of life. So don't let people be like, oh, it's all, it's all nutrition or it's 80%. It's actually, there's not really a percentage because it's different from everybody. I would say, because I know you guys are going to want numbers, I'd say it's at least 65 to 70%, 65 to 75% nutrition. It's that important. That's just my opinion. Now, if you're training like an absolute animal, you can get away with eating not as great. But I had a time a couple years ago, because this is 2022, when I was an 
animal, like my physical condition, my endurance, my strength, my explosiveness. And I think I look just as good now. So it just shows that like nutrition plays a big role. And just by the looks of somebody, you cannot absolutely not judge what type of physical condition they're in. It is basically impossible. There's some correlation, but definitely not causation. So this guy was preaching that you just need to like not eat and whatever. Okay. Let me tell you something about nutrition that you guys may or may not know. Number one, your energy balance has to be specific to your body type. What does that mean? That means you, your body for your goals has to consume a certain amount of calories. What are calories? They are units of heat. Yeah, I know they're units of heat. And so uh, the, the actual term is kcals. <clears throat> and so you have to consume so much energy throughout the day. And it's a, and it's an equation. And if you're watching this on video, you could see my hands, but basically it's a balance, right? The both hands are touching. You're at maintenance when, let me move them over here so you can see it better. When you're losing body fat, you have to be at a deficit, right? So eating less than your maintenance. And when you're gaining muscle, for the most part, you have to be at a, at a surplus. Not always though, only because when you first start lifting, you can actually be at what would most people would be considered your maintenance calories and gain muscle. There's a lot of uh, physiological reasons for that, but I'm not really going to go into that. But that's kind of like a, that, it, that, that window doesn't last very long. Um, it's usually within the first one to three years of lifting. And you might say, well, that's a long time. Yeah, but it's not like the whole time. It's just everybody's different depending on what phase you're in and yada, yada, yada. But for most people, it's just your energy balance. Now, the thing that keto and paleo and Whole30 and intermittent fasting all have in common is they all get you to some type of energy balance just a different way. So the first thing you need to do when picking out a diet is you need to figure out what is going to fit your lifestyle. What do I mean by that? I will tell you, your schedule, number one, that's it. Your schedule, oh, tied with number one is like number 1.5. Your schedule and just what you want to do, like what fits your lifestyle. And I'm gonna give you some examples. When I was doing paleo, which was at the time, I didn't know you could eat sweet potatoes the first time you did it. So I actually got more cut because I was lower carb, but I was just eating meats, nuts, fruits, and vegetables. And then I guess the new thing is you can eat sweet potatoes, which eh, whatever. I, I think you should just do it the OG way. And I'm not going to lie. I got super shredded, but it wasn't miserable. I couldn't go eat where I wanted. Uh, my friends wanted to go out and do things. And sometimes I was like, does this restaurant have this? And I was ordering like things I didn't really want to eat. I usually ate at home before I went out. Like it just didn't allow me to have a good social life. And although I probably looked probably the best I've looked, my skin cleared up. It was a very great uh, diet because I got rid of a lot of processed foods. And so my body felt great too. I, I had a great energy. And in fact, my wife and I did it together. Day 31, we're like, dude, we're going to go and like binge and go to Menchie's, which is this frozen yogurt place. And I'm going to like put all the toppings on there because I have a sweet tooth like a mofo. And um, I was just looking forward to it. Believe it or not, day 31, it sounded disgusting. Any type of sweets. It just, I didn't want it anymore. My, all my sugar cravings went away and I was eating quite a bit of fruit. So you have to experiment with some, some diets, but I chose to get off of it ultimately because I, I looked pretty good before I felt pretty good. It was a minute difference. It was maybe like a 15% increase for a 65% decrease in happiness. Not a good trade-off. Then I've tried keto that only lasted about a month. Again, I got super shredded, but when I, when I got back in the 
put back in the carbs. Uh, I kind of just went back to where I was and you want to talk about zero fun. That diet took away 80% of my daily happiness. People say, are you going to eat as much bacon as you want? Yeah, bro. But when that's the only thing you can eat for 30 days, terrible. Then I tried intermittent fasting. And the reason I actually tried all these diets is so I could be a better coach. By the way, I knew I did a lot of research on these before I did it. I at least tried them for 30 to 90 days. Intermittent fasting. I tried for, I think it was like 70 days. It was like two and a half months ish. And the first 30 days were terrible. I was so weak in the gym because I would wake up and then try to work out like fasted. I don't think I was really tracking my macros as much, which, you know, at the time I didn't really understand what those were, but I, I think I was pretty close looking back of what I was eating. And I just, to be honest with you, like it was a miserable diet because I like breakfast. And so I took away breakfast. That's at least 25% of my daily happiness. I love oatmeal and eggs and eggs and steak and stuff. So I ate that stuff later, but like I want it in the morning. And my energy in the gym went down big time. Like my workouts were a five out of 10 intensity when usually they're an eight or a nine. Like I usually get after it in the gym big time. People are like looking at me like, what's this dude doing? I love it. So even though I was at a better deficit, I, all I thought about was food too. All I, oh my God, dude, you have no idea. Like I would be at work this time. I was, excuse me, I was out of the military and I was working at Dutch bros. Don't judge me. Um, it, I, it paid good. And I was doing personal training and I ended up like starting shift at like five in the morning at Dutch bros and just drinking espresso because I was so freaking hungry, trying to suppress my appetite. And I would go to the gym way over caffeinated, probably dehydrated because caffeine's a diuretic. I would feel kind of like weird because I didn't have anything in my stomach and my workouts were like not good. And I felt good after I ate, I guess. But all I could think about at work is when my feeding window is supposed to be or when I was going to eat. Like, that's all. Like, I, I was distracted. It was terrible. That was at least like a 75% takeaway of my happiness with a 0% improvement. And then I did the whole 30, which was very close to paleo. Um, God, I don't even remember like what exactly the whole 30 is. But it was actually more doable for sure. I, I really thought it was a great uh, reset for my body. But once again, it's not sustainable. And I and that brings me to my next and final point. A lot of people look at diets and they go, that's if it's not sustainable, I can't talk. Don't judge me. If it's not sustainable, um, don't don't do it. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. And and this is why. Sustainability is great, but if you understand that it's not sustainable going into it, it doesn't mean it's bad. And what I mean is if you were going to go on vacation in three months and you're like, man, my vacation's going to cost me $6,000. And obviously you'd have to have like a pretty good income to do this, but you're like, I want to go on vacation in three months and pay for it all. And you're like, all right, honey, we're going to save $2,000 a month. And you normally say 500. She'll probably look at you and be like, wow, the next three months are going to suck. And you're like, yeah, but it's worth it for the vacation. It's that's not weird to do. You're extra saving because you know, you're going to extra spend. You can do whatever you want. You save six grand to just ball out on vacation. Now, you're probably not really doing anything that costs during the next three months. Would you be like, well, we can't do that because that's not sustainable to save $2,000 every month forever. We That's a bad idea, honey, because it's not sustainable. No, that's like ridiculous. You'd say, okay, but like after the vacation, we're going back to normal. Cool, cool. So you could do that with all these diets. They're literally just tools to get you to where you want to be. More muscle mass, better performance, 
usually less body fat. So you can absolutely do these um, in that fashion. But for most people, I do caution against it because it creates a bad mental relationship. And what I mean is I've dealt with hundreds and hundreds of clients that have came to me and said, and I actually make them fill out a questionnaire before we get on a call that says, have you ever been on a nutrition program that works for you? And a lot of these people are like, yes, keto, yes, paleo, yes, Atkins, yes, um, Weight Watchers, which is basically macro counting. It's just different. And then what happens is that's the only diet that's ever worked for them. And so guess what? When they get in a pinch, when they have like a bad binging weekend, guess what they always revert back to? When they look in the mirror and they're like, oh shit, my clothes are tight. I'm feeling kind of extra fat this month. Guess what they revert back to? The one diet that worked for them. And that is where yo-yo dieting comes in. It sits there and creates this mental thing where you're like, oh, well, I can only, I can only sit there and, and, and do this diet. I can only sit there and, and do this because it's the only thing that works for me. No, no, no. That's the only thing you've ever done that's worked for you. There's multiple things that I guarantee that would work for you. That's just the only one you've done. The only reason that I would be like, yeah, you could do that if someone really can systematically explain why that thing fits their lifestyle better than just like uh, an IIFYM diet, which is if it fits your macros or AKA flexible dieting. And that's what uh, our team at Pursuit preaches because you can eat whatever you want. You can eat whenever you want, as long as your energy balance is on point. And I can tell you that I transitioned to this diet or this style of eating, whatever you want to call it years ago. And I will never go back ever. It doesn't mean that I will never have periods where I really clean up and try to go super whole foods, but I am very happy. I love the food I eat. I have a fantastic relationship with food, which I know sounds weird. I coach a lot of men that are like, dude, what do you mean relationship with food? Like I, what I mean is I'm not sitting there. If I have a pizza, I have a pizza and I own it. I'm like, hell yeah, the pizza. It's my macros. Let's go. And do am I doing that on everything? No, because pizza usually doesn't make me feel super great, especially if I'm eating like five or six pizzas or pieces of pizza, whatever, not actual pizzas. Um, <clears throat> but you know, sometimes it doesn't. And I, I, I hear this like, don't eat gluten, don't eat dairy, don't eat meat, don't eat this. Dude, stop. If you if your nutritionist or your doctor's been like, you shouldn't eat this, or you've got an allergy test and you're allergic to gluten, don't eat gluten. But it doesn't mean you need to restrict everything else. Are you legitimately allergic to meat, gluten, dairy, um, beans? I mean, like, dude, it's insane. Like being so dogmatic about nutrition, I guarantee you almost your whole life, you've just been eating basically whatever. And then all of a sudden you think, that cutting out all this is going to get you where you want to be. 99% of you listening to this have, have cut out those things because you think it's going to help you lose weight. 100%. Not because of health reasons. And I see it all the time. We have usually females that come in and they're vegans. And there's nothing wrong with being a vegan. If it's a moral thing for you, fine. But what happens is they're a vegan and I really dive in deep to why they're a vegan. And I would say at least 80% of them we really get down to the nitty gritty and they think by cutting out animal products um, or especially meat that they will lose body fat, right? Because these people get on and they're like, the, you know, meat's bad for you and there's all these terrible antibiotics and, and blah, blah, blah. And I get it if it's like a moral thing, okay? I understand that. Um, and, but for a lot of these people, it's not. Like the real embedded reason 
is it's going to get them to lose weight, which I'll let you know right now, if you're a vegan, sorry, I disagree. I think that eating animal protein, uh, I mean, you could do it with protein shakes if you wanted to, but I think eating a high protein diet is 100% going to make you look, perform and feel better. I know because we've taken people that are vegan and, um, slowly introduced certain types of meats, whether that's egg or fish or chicken or whatever in their diet. And every single one of them gains muscle, loses fat and feels better. Okay. That's just my, that's just my opinion. You can completely disagree with it. I've seen vegans that are jacked and feel great. So you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying like what, what, what I've seen in my years of coaching. So that brings me to the last and final point is you can do whatever diet you want. They are all tools, but as long as you're not creating a negative relationship with that diet, um, you need to realize that there are more things than what you've done that will probably also work. You just need help. You need somebody to sit there and check in and coach you and give you feedback. And the only people that I think you should do that are people that have already worked with tons of people. Like I wouldn't want to go get knee surgery from somebody that's done eight knee surgeries. I would want to go to a doctor that's done 500 knee surgeries, right? And, and maybe not every single surgery was like an A++++, but he has a lot of experience and I would sure as hell trust him from somebody else that's been doing it for two years out of medical school and has done eight surgeries. That's something to think about when you're getting help with nutrition. I will tell you one last thing and it's this. You need to find out what works for you. And that takes you being your own advocate and your own coach. Doesn't mean a coach. Like even if you said, Stefan, I want to hire you. I want you to be my coach. Sweet. We're going to coach you. We're going to get you to where you want to go. But that does take you doing work. It takes you sitting there and maybe it's journaling how you feel. Maybe it's just being conscious. Like, wow, when I eat dairy, I really do actually like not feel great. Okay, cut it out. Totally fine. When I eat steak, I just, it really bothers my stomach. Don't eat steak, you know, and, and figuring out what foods are best for you. Cause I do believe there are certain foods that are optimal. Like for me, dude, I literally every day, like this is, I'll tell you what I eat, make it really simple for you. Every morning I basically eat eggs, some type of meat with that, usually steak or ham and oatmeal, usually with some whey isolate protein powder. Delicious. I love that breakfast. I could eat it every morning. That's, that's like, I'm just gonna give you one example, but that's a meal. And, and the reason I eat it every morning is because I feel good. I look good on it. Like I feel like my body processes it well. I don't bloat. I feel like I have a ton of energy in the gym and it like gets me ready for the day. Let's go. Right? So I know why, because I've tried a bunch of different stuff. I've tried cereals. I've tried eating rice and chicken in the morning. I've tried doing protein pancakes. I've tried doing all that. And that's the meal that I could eat every day if I was stranded on an island because I love it. It tastes good. I look forward to it. So you have to find out what stuff is best for you. So that is going to take some experimentation. Don't think that somebody's just going to write you a diet plan. You're going to do it. And then it's just going to be like, oh, wow, where's this been all my life? No, 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 no. That's not what we do either. We help you. I mean, we give you uh, tons, over 250 recipe guides. We give you nutritional guidance, but we're here to help you on your fitness journey. Not do it for you. We're here to be like, hey, how does this food make you feel? How was this week? Did, does this food give you more energy? Does it give you less? Why was it hard to hit your macros? Did you not prep your food? And really finding like the strategy for it to best fit your lifestyle. So I know this episode was, was kind of long, but there's a lot to talk about nutrition. There's about 150 more subjects I have that I could talk all day 
But the only favor I have to ask you guys is I would love it if you guys could share this episode. So obviously, if you're listening to this on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify, please like and subscribe and give us a review. But if you're listening to it on social media, tag a friend, tag your spouse, share this episode. Anybody that struggles with nutrition, I feel like needs to hear this because if I would have had this, somebody tell me this, legit, five, six, seven years ago, it would have changed the construct of how I treated myself mentally when it comes to nutrition and the things that I would and wouldn't have done and restricted. And it's okay because it's brought me to where I am right now, but a lot of it was completely unnecessary, completely unnecessary and uh, honestly just a huge waste of time. Like I, if I could have went back, I would have just spent more time not stressing out about nutrition. I would have been able to do more things with my family and friends and honestly probably had a better physique the whole time. So thank you guys so much. And until next time, we'll see you soon.